Hello there, folks. We are back with season two. This would be episode 26. 26. Now, that's you right. You know what's really weird, though? Like, two weeks to like, really just drug out. It felt more like four or five, I mean, honestly. You know, time <laughs> is relative, and sometimes two weeks really does feel like a month, uh, maybe longer. I don't know. I ain't counting. Who's counting, really? I'm not. I thought um, we said two complete moon cycles, but uh, some members of our audience were, you know, they corrected me quite quickly. They were like, hey, it's been three weeks, buddy. And I was like, I could have sworn I said two moon cycles. I don't even know how long <laughs> a moon cycle is. <laughs> uh, I think that's a month, but really? uh, I mean, 28, 29 days or so. Oh, I didn't know moon cycle was that. Yeah, it's like the moon is the how long it takes the phases of the moon to repeat. Huh. Or at least well, that's my guess. Be noted, we did not use research budget on that. We haven't get we haven't refunded our research budget yet for yeah, uh, we're still, the fiscal year. We the government to, shutdown's really been hitting us hard. Yeah, it has. <laughs> Little um, do you know this is PBR. PBR? <laughs> Public Broadcasting Radio. <laughs> ah, okay, yeah. <laughs> no, okay. Uh, but we are back, and we are yeah. excited to be back and introduce you guys to season two hopefully we'll have some new tricks up our sleeve this season we'll call them as we see them i guess yeah. this episode's gonna be uh breaking back into it with kind of the usual what you expect it's gonna be pretty much us catching we're kind of <laughs> yeah we're just kind of catching up we haven't really done much since the holidays or really during the holidays um tends to be kind of a with you being out of state traveling a bunch me being out of town working a bunch and yeah. so we weren't Holidays our schedules are... really weren't lining up too well and then family obligations and such at the same yeah, time say, holidays were busier than expected and then it's, it's not it's a little weird being like oh i need to record but i'm in someone else's house yeah it's it just doesn't feel quite right yeah so but needless to say it was a little busier than expected and we're getting back into the groove we don't want to come back into this half cocked and miss some weeks or whatever so we just kind of waited but now we are in it for we are in it to win it yeah we're we're definitely in it for something uh so uh how are your holidays i know uh we i know uh the family got some pretty big news yeah we got some exciting news i found out i'm an uncle um well not yet well well kind of true i guess it kind of depends on where you sit on certain things but (laughs) <laughs> For all intents and purposes, you're you're gonna be an uncle. Hey, I got a frisbee saying I'm, a, I'm an uncle, so one way or another, I mean, it's gotta happen now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but that was pretty fun. And the the game that we talked about in a previous episode uh, was it uh, seventh inning stretch. Yes. So I went ahead and made like a little board for Josh and everything. Oh man, I still need to ask Josh for pictures to show you, Cole, but. Uh, yeah, yeah we I texted got... him about it the other day. He said it was a it was a blast, and he's been trying to get uh, Britt to play it. Yeah, so yeah, to me that was that was a big accomplishment because it's like he's really into baseball, and he said himself it was a pretty accurate representation of baseball. There were some minor things he would change, which I'm like, yeah, go off for it. Give me give me those minor changes and everything because you know you play baseball, you'd be a better judge as to what would be more realistic towards baseball but he thought it was pretty good so and he enjoyed playing it which is another big plus yeah it's 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 cool you enjoyed playing it yeah like uh it's it's one thing to enjoy the game that you made up it's another thing for others to enjoy it 
and also them being a fan of the subject matter because like we could that can be a that can be a turnoff if you're a big fan of the subject matter anything that's not you know up to your high standards yeah of respect to whatever you enjoy baseball in this case so it i would say it's actually harder to impress those people who are into that oh yeah i would agree because so higher standards and such but yeah uh long story short he really enjoyed that and it was also a cheaper uh christmas gift so that was cool we also ordered a ton of frisbees that say frizz on it (laughs) i heard about that uh yeah Mom, I don't know if I ever told you how I made that logo. I mean, I kind of did. You didn't tell me much about that. I was told by mom. She was like, yeah, <laughs> they've got a lot of Frisbees over there. I was like, what? And then I was like, oh, yeah, I know. Um, uh, that This makes sense now. Uh, I yeah. think I remember you saying something about that. I think I've mentioned the logo to you before, and you know how I am with making logos. Like, okay, the KWC uh, podcast logo, I know it looks very professional. No. Nah. It, it, it is it was very made professional. I love it. On PowerPoint. <laughs> oh, that's right. But the logo for Frizz was made on Microsoft Word. <laughs> and the... Uh, <laughs> so what we wanted with the Frizz logo is... So I wanted the the top line of the F and the leftmost line of the F, the vertical one. Mm-hmm. I wanted those to be at the angle that those offshoots are. So you can use the Frisbee to, to make the field either you know chalking it or spray painting it or using the straps so you can use those frizz frisbees to have that angle to make for the uh i forget what they're called but the little offshoots well i made it up i can call them whatever i want <laughs> yeah i was about to say i think it's up to you for the vocabulary yeah the little sides for the goal area those are a specific angle so i wanted the f to be able to make that angle so you could use that so you want to know how i made that angle in microsoft word how'd you do that so, well, it was a combination of Microsoft Word and Excel. So I went to Excel, and I just basically made a pie chart <laughs> that would replicate that angle. Like the ratios. It's amazing how good you are, angle. or how how you are able things. to... You're, you're using a circle for a square peg when it comes to graphic design, it seems. <laughs> but, yeah, so I, I, I mean, Excel. I can't knock you for it, because you get it done. That's something, I guess. <laughs> yeah, and it was, it was surprising, because it came to me relatively quickly, because I was like, man, I don't know how I'm going to make this angle. So I was like, hmm. I wonder how accurate the pie charts are in actual <laughs> <laughs> angles. So I, I, I made the pie chart, and I was like, yeah, looks pretty accurate. And yeah, it was good I enough for me. It. Um, but because I like, I felt like that was a really cool thing. I kept the pie chart in the logo and kind of hidden. It says frizz and it has like a little circle there. And it just looks like it's part of the logo, and people would be like, "Oh, oh, that's cool." I don't know what the purpose is for that, but that's the purpose for it. It was used to make the angle, so I kept the pie chart in there. Oh, all right. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty handy. Uh, it's a pretty good idea for someone who. Again, like probably not super rehearsed in the graphic design arts. It's a good idea to uh, make your designs at least useful in this sense. So I, as much as I want to knock you for uh, using Microsoft Word and such, I really can't. Because <laughs> at least you're getting something done right, I guess. But, you know. It's, it's almost like, an, you know how like some arts are like, oh, I really like that art because it kind of, it doesn't look professional. Mm-hmm. I feel like my my what little graphic design i do 
kind of has that vibe to it where it's like a style where it's like it's made to where it knows it's not professional so mm-hmm. it's actually pretty good you know yeah like i i, I think you i mean it definitely would go up on a uh, refrigerator that's for sure uh because it's, <laughs> it's some good looking work i gotta say i was very impressed with uh our logo for sure hmm. maybe other people maybe our listeners are so impressed with the logo they will want a shirt with the logo we just need to hear from you yeah i mean do you I want a shirt we'll, we'll, we'll print some shirts see about making it happen. i mean i might i might want a shirt heck i might want a shirt yeah i'll say hold on why are we getting shirts for them i want the first run <laughs> yeah i want an original kwc run print shirt we should get on that I, su- cool. I mean, our birthdays are coming up. I guess we can do that. Yeah, and I want I want the I don't even know what you would call this. I want the people who talk on the show to sign it. <laughs> An autograph. Yes. The hosts. Yeah. I don't know if we'll be able to swing the hosts, but <laughs> um, we might be able to do something. Hopefully, or maybe they'll have a signing one day. It, ooh, a signing! If we, only we can get them both in the same spot sometime. They'll just go and sign like anything you bring to them. If you want to bring a book, you can, they'll sign the book. Be like, yeah. J.K. Rowling, sure. I will sign it as J.K. Rowling. <laughs> no, no, I think we could get to legal issues there. I'll just sign Cody Meeks, and people will be like, "What?" <laughs> I know. I I will write. I 100% wrote this. This is me <laughs> signing this. J.K. Rowling. Hmm. Famous writer of. Harry, when Harry met Sally, J.K. Rowling. Well, did you get anything really cool, or do you did you uh, give anything really cool for Christmas on your end? Um, I did receive a, f- a few neat presents, of course. I, uh, everybody, as usual, I I literally don't ask for anything, and yet still somehow receive presents. Um, he didn't. He didn't get mine. No, I didn't get. <laughs> I didn't refuse. It just didn't show. It didn't like was not offered to me. Let's call you it just that. Know it's a wallet. <laughs> no, I don't. But I I might now. Um, <laughs> but now I I got Caitlin a weighted blanket uh, for use while like sleeping and such, and it's pretty handy. It's like a fifteen to twenty pound blanket if y'all aren't too familiar with it, and they're the help folks with like anxiety and such like that. And I gotta say that, and that's a it's a cozy ass blanket like that's for sure i'll say a lot of people like heavy blankets like i know amelia likes heavy blankets i don't really like them it it's it's more work to stick my feet out <laughs> uh yeah you like doing that but the rest of us like normal people don't and it's perfectly okay but no I feel like they'd be a little warm too are they are they significantly warmer than they're really blanket? not that padded they're actually like weighted down because of um like silica beads inside of them so when you shift it does so don't kinda... eat it yeah no don't eat it um but it's kind of like if you have a dog it may be a bad idea to keep in mind i mean uh, hopefully if you have an animal that tears into things it's probably not a super great idea but uh they tend to be pretty tough and it's like not just a regular blanket but um when you move around sometimes you can hear like it's shifting it's kind of like a big heavy bag of sand and it's nice to sleep under that's for sure um she's definitely enjoying it it serves as a blanket as well as 
a like little white noise thing while you're going to sleep. It's like a rainmaker going. I mean, if if you're if you were moving enough <laughs> to cause that, then yeah, you need it more than I thought. But um, you need a straight jacket. <laughs> you need a straight jacket. But um, and I I took on a few little like crafty projects for the folks that we play D and D with. Uh, you got, broke out that old Dremel and uh, put together like a kind of like a dice cup and i didn't use a journal for that one um like a tray to roll dice in and like a converted a castle that i found at goodwill to do a few other things and it was a fun set of projects uh it it did take some time but you know yeah i was gonna say i think for us it was kind of the year of making something to give to someone for i mean i didn't do that for everybody obviously but yeah more than i usually do and it was it was kind of fun and i think those people uh, appreciate those gifts yeah, I, more I just, just prefer to do that, gift. too. Like, it's, one, like, it gives me an excuse to go to Goodwill. Um, two, it kind of... It feels good kinda, working on a little project. It kind of forces me to look into other sections I don't normally work at, or look into, and, like, you never know what you'll find. And then, three, it's, like, just kind of browse and picking up something going, like, what can I do with this? Nothing? All right, screw it. And then, like, put it down, and then just... It kind of... Uh, flexes that creative side and that like physically creative side of just like not just what can I do about this what could be done to it so where not only is this just now a decorative statue now does it have a purpose or elsewhere whatever you know Um, yeah but it was it was a lot of fun to work on that I was also looking at Goodwill for like old board games and stuff because I was going to take one of the boards out of it and the pieces and stuff and um, kind of use it for Josh's craft thing. together for a uh, seventh inning stretch. So it seems we both had a similar idea. Not many people donate board games. It seems I did find a um. You can uh, still do that because Josh's is just a a sheet, a small sheet of plywood. So mm-hmm. uh, still not the most compact. <laughs> but yeah, you could like, use, it didn't but sound now super it looks compact. nice because it's painted. Yeah. So he could use it. He could just use it as wall decoration. And then when he wants to play it. Just take the painting down. I mean, that's or cool. just bevel out part of his coffee table and just set it set inside it in there. yeah you know what i think we're on to something yeah we should start a line of practical usable decorations decor like a gun over the fireplace instead <laughs> of it being no i'm kidding um, just every painting is actually just a board game <laughs> <laughs> oh i love this piece what's it called Candyland by melton bradley but i think people have already kind of done that darts Oh, but we'll do dang. You're right. But <laughs> we'll, we'll, do, do, we'll do darts and it's a rug. No, no, we'll do dart. We'll do darts on a Thomas Kincaid painting. Ah, uh, that's that's a pretty good that's a pretty good use for one at least. Um, but uh, did you have any presents that you uh exchanged and such? I told you about some of them. Uh, oh yeah, I can't tell you right, about Josh's. yours because you didn't open it. Oh, see, that's what I was trying to do. I didn't. It's not that I didn't <laughs> open it. It's it's just that it just was not in front of me at the time that I was in Middle Georgia <laughs> opening presents. It, it was just, not presented to me. It was not presented as an opportunity for me to open, which is a very big difference between not opening it. <laughs> well, Josh did get me this really cool jacket. It's a, like a Columbia. Kind of like a shirt jacket. It like it's like a button down, mm-hmm. snap buttons. Uh, it's it's thicker than a typical shirt would be, so it would be like a cold weather shirt, or you could use it as a jacket, which what I've predominantly been using it for. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, it, I like it. It's a pretty nice little jacket shirt thing. 
I've got a um, shirt like that too, and yeah, they're really nice, especially now that it's starting to get cold again. Yeah, and Dad got me some power tools, knowing we're moving up to New Jersey, we might need some. Nice. What did he get you? He got me a set, small set. Okay, just like a generalized set. Yeah, a general set. Cool. Uh, if you want to know the brand, it was Craftsman. Oh, they get it. Yeah. They loot it from a Sears or something. No, no, so Lowe's took on Craftsman now. Oh, they took the Craftsman, Craftsman finally jumped the boat, huh? Yeah, they were, I think the boat was already kind of sinking. Like, I think Sears was trying to claim Craftsman as part of their boat, but really Craftsman was on their little life raft already. Mm. I, I <laughs> mean, Sears like, Sears is, is just, just pitching off, uh, uh, <laughs> like, washing machines and stuff, trying to keep that boat floating. It's like, if only we had some tools, and, like, Craftsman is just sitting there, like, floating five feet away going, like, uh, <laughs> yikes, I need to go. <laughs> I feel like maybe maybe Sears like just had like the little they had that last plank that has like the the ship's name on it mm-hmm. that was on the lifeboat and they're like yeah we're still afloat you see yeah yeah <laughs> we're doing good and maybe maybe Craftsman had the uh, the little steering I don't know what you call it steering wheel for the ship uh I wouldn't call it a steering wheel because it's, it's not a steering wheel it looks different it's not a mast. You know the thing in all the Pirates of the Caribbean ah, fight scenes man, that apparently the helm. that is apparently the helm? doesn't matter because when they fight they spin it every which way. <laughs> yeah, I imagine like there's no power steering on it too, so I I think you gotta spin it a it lot to turn that rudder. Yeah, like or maybe it's just decorative, and the real steering yeah. wheel the real steering wheel is the friends we made along the way. That could be it. Um, <laughs> I mean, they had a magic compass that pointed towards whatever, so it probably, the boat did too. I mean, it was a magic boat, wasn't it? I mean, they I talked mean, about it a lot. They were like, oh, man, it's the fastest boat in the world. Man, this boat's so magic. Why. Can you believe this? He's like, it's definitely not an engineering feat. Like, the sails are torn up. Like, I don't know why it's the fastest boat. <laughs> <laughs> it's this thing called nuclear energy it's like it turns out okay world's first nuclear powered ship was not a submarine it was actually the the black uh, pearl yeah man i was trying to think the name of it i kept going to black widow i'm like it's not the black widow (laughs) (laughs) i was trying to think of what it would be called otherwise and it was it would have been steam powered and i just skipped it (laughs) 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 industrial revolution be damned we're already in the nuclear power age I was just gonna be like, oh man, he had those two giant engines at the Bass Pro Shop. They were on sale, so. <laughs> <laughs> no, so, uh, yeah, Christmas holidays was pretty fun. Uh, I didn't really do anything for New Year's. I was hanging out with Amelia, and then. Yeah, I worked. Oh, I bought. I that bought wasn't her, bad. Though. I bought her a game. I bought her a 2DS. Oh, nice. Yeah, so we could go back and play Pokemon. We're kind of Pokemon nerds, but we haven't done like the last couple of generations because they're on a different system. So mm-hmm. I got her that, and then I was playing it, and then which uh, which one did you get her? So I got her the the 2DS, and then I got her the uh, what is it? 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 It's not black and white. Black and white two? No, no, it was the newer one. It was oh, I got Ultra Moon, I think. Oh, cool. Cause I was gonna, I was just gonna get regular moon or something or mm-hmm. regular sun, but then I realized I was looking it up and actually Ultra Moon has more Pokemon. So I was like, oh well, I guess I'll just get that one. Yeah, right. And then eventually we'll go back and get black and white. But they they had a sale on that one, so I was like, I'll go ahead and get this one then. 
Yeah, I But liked... you know what I realized about the newer ones? What? There's way too many talk scenes. Thank you. I agree. I was like, okay, you you need to go back. Maybe not maybe not as far as like red and yellow and stuff because like it I was think... a little tough sometimes, but I it's something about it about learning what am I supposed to do when there's no direction mm-hmm. and that really made you a man, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, like rock oh, tunnel. Man. It's like you can either go get flash in this really obscure location or you can just walk through it. And just yeah, try. I did that. And I mean, at some point, it's like that little game you get at Cracker Barrel where you just know it. Mm-hmm. So it's like, and it, it's literally like that game. It's like if you can't get through it, you're in what, what was Agnorum? Ignoramus. <laughs> Ignor. You're Ignoramus if you can't get through it. But nah, nah, nah. I was a genius because I could get through it eventually without Flash. I had one of my older cousins had the strategy guide, so I cheated. I didn't cheat. I just went and looked at the map. You had to bump at every single wall. No. No, but I I mean, there are way too many talk scenes in Ultramoon, though. I'm like, God, let me go. It's like the last one that I played. I I think where I read it, I think was was a good balance was. Pearl, uh, no, Platinum. Mm. I think it was a good balance between, like, plot and stuff versus, mm. and now... I think, I would say Ruby and Sapphire. Black and White was a little rough with all the talking, too. I don't know which ones I've played, but I think, I think I'm thinking of Diamond and Pearl, specifically, where it, that one's the one that really hit me, and I was like, man, this annoying little blonde kid needs yeah, to shut up. <laughs> yeah, the rival was kind of annoying to me. I was like, I don't need a rival and a friend. I just need one or the other. There's already too much talking. Yeah. That was the other thing. I think Diamond and Pearls where they added, instead of just a rival, you have a rival and a friend. Mm-hmm. Also, the thugs in Ultra Moon, I'm like, um... Oh, I like them. I don't really like them, because they're like... They're I don't just, know, I just don't like them. They're just, they're just there, man. They're like little kid thugs i guess and i'm I'm used to like a team you know you're you're used uniformed. to an actual criminal organization organization yeah. i'm used to like the mafia that you're taking down but now it's just like okay kid you threw a rock at the window get out of here <laughs> no I, I, the other ones i felt like i was taking down a mafia yeah you know hmm well i mean maybe this is more easier of a situation to chew on since you're 10 years old i will say i do think they did a better job because like I think Pokemon does have a bad problem with just, like, literally rehashing. Like, you'll see Pokemon there, like, just really rehashed. Like, uh, I'll give the example of, you know, how you have Caterpie and Weedle. Yeah. And then in, like, Gen 3, you have Wormpool. And I'm like, okay, that's just a rehash of Caterpie. I get it. Seen it. Done it. Don't want it. No, it's a silkworm as opposed to it being a uh, caterpillar. (laughs) I know, but it's like... Oh, they both evolve at level 7, or, yeah, 7, and then they both evolve at level 10, and you have this Pokemon that's only good at the beginning of the game. Like, there's a lot of rehashing, you have to admit. But, I will say in Ultra Moon, I caught a Pokemon called Grubbin, mm-hmm. and I honestly thought it was just a rehash of Caterpie, and I was like, oh, okay, when I get to level 7, I'll see what it is, and it didn't evolve. I'm like, hmm, okay, okay, it's a little different. That's good. Are you there? Yeah, I'm here. I was I was sitting there <laughs> thinking like, well, what did it evolve into? Are you there yet? Oh, I don't know. I, I didn't evolve it yet. Oh, see, that's what I, I like. <laughs> it's it. I will say that is one thing that always draws me back to Pokemon. It's like that's that's we we replayed a lot. So one of the things that's really fun 
is getting to play it and having a mystery again, you know, be like, ooh, what is this? What's it going to turn into? Yeah, like, that was my favorite thing about playing um, Platinum was that... Something new. Completely new. I didn't have the book, because, like... like Usually, third I gen, remember in 3rd gen, gen, we we knew all the Pokemon before we really played it. Yeah, or, or rather, like, kind of new. It, it's like, that was one of the first ones that I got the... Actually, that was the first one that I got the strategy guide for, along with the game. So, like, I think you got it at Burger King. The strategy guide? No, probably at Walmart. But no, 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 no. you didn't buy it at Burger King. I'm saying you had a birthday party at Burger King, and I think you got that for your birthday. The game or the no, book? The strategy guide. I don't know. To be honest, you probably remember more of that birthday party than I do. I was, I was real. I was up. wasting <laughs> on cake. But uh, no, it was, you know, like. Um, so, yeah, we had, like, a good, healthy understanding, and, like, yeah, like, yeah, a third gen is my favorite, but I knew a lot about it, but Platinum felt like, when we were playing it, that was, that felt great, like, I didn't know Sinnoh very well, and it was just, like, it felt like an adventure again, um, yeah, that's what I like, Amelia was trying to look up Pokemon, I was like, don't do that, don't do that, yeah, I can't say that I, um, super enjoyed black i don't know why like black and white like i get it what they were going for but there's just like i played it mainly just to play it um but i will say i don't like how they did black and white and then black and white too that felt weird i agree and they didn't even add any new pokemon so then it's like okay now you have this awkward like half generation thing yeah yeah that was a little weird um but, but needless to say, I, uh, going back to the 2DS real quick. like X and Y was fun. Oh, yeah, I got to get those, too. I didn't think about that one. Yeah. Have I played Black and White? Did that one come out for the regular DS? I think so. Okay, so maybe I played Black and White. I don't think I played Black and White 2, though. No, I definitely haven't. But that one didn't add any new Pokemon. So I really the last play. one I remember you playing was Platinum. I think I may have played Black and White. I'm not sure. Uh, hold on, let's think of the starters. Um, Snivy, Grass Snake, Tepig, uh, Fire Pig, and Sawaddle. No, uh, it was a water, water otter. Hey. I think, no, was it a water otter? Anyway, I think I did play it because I think I played with a snake. Yeah. That's what I played with. I do remember those starters, but I, I I don't really remember too much about Black and White. I didn't think I think that was probably on the lowest on my ranking. Mm-hmm. I didn't really enjoy it that much. Yeah, I remember not super loving it. Like I thought I thought it was pretty and stuff like that, but I just eh. didn't love the region. Yeah. Didn't love you know stuff like that. Sinnoh was the last like region that I like really 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 loved. And I um, think Black and White may have had the least amount of Pokemon unveiled as well mm-hmm. uh, maybe not maybe not as few as uh silver and gold but silver and gold were like uh they were like uh, is this a thing or not for the second generation so i can understand that yeah plus they did offer a lot of new things in that one but um like uh, i was going back to this so the 2ds like when i was looking it up and i was getting ready to buy it, i was like this thing looks really awkward like to hold and it doesn't even fold 
Oh uh, yeah. But when I got it, it wasn't nearly as awkward to hold, but it's I still not think that it should folded. Like it's not super big, which I think helps it out. Yeah, I still think it should fold though, because then it it kind of gave me a reminiscence of like the days when you played color and advance, and you're like, mm, if I drop this thing, mm, it's gonna hurt. <laughs> but the DS, I felt a little more secure about it because it folded up. I don't know why. Hmm. I don't know. I I don't know. I like them to fold. <laughs> I do like the security of the folding. Uh, mainly the protecting the screen. Um, yeah, I was gonna say I think it's a screen mainly. Yeah, yeah. Plus the two DS would not fit in a pocket. I just like the SP man. SP was cool. <laughs> nah, I like the Game Boy Advance. It folded. Best, like... It felt dense. It was like almost perfectly square, fit in a pocket pretty well. That was a good. That was a good console, handheld console. But I like the Game Boy not color. Like the gray boy. Yeah. We had the small one. You had that giant one. Yeah, I had the honest to god brick. I was like, "What the crap is that?" Ours is a lot smaller. <laughs> <laughs> now, yeah, y'all had like the Game Boy Mini or something like that, or Game Boy Pocket. That's what it was called. Yeah, I think um, that's what it was. And it was called. still considered pretty big compared to. It was smaller than the color, though. Yeah, which was kind of surprising, but yeah, hmm. reminiscing. Mm-mm. Yeah, you know the old Game Boy days. You know, oh, I played the new Smash Brothers. Have you played that one yet? Nah, dude, it is good. Really? Mm-hmm. What is this, is this one called Ultimate or something? Yeah, Smash Ultimate. So you play Ultimate Frisbee in this one? Mm-hmm. Haha, no, <laughs> <laughs> no. I heard they added a lot of new people. This one's like the most expansive. Not only did they add a lot of new people, they brought everybody back. So like, like who's an old favorite? So like Roy, they brought him back since uh, seeing him in Melee. Uh, there's a bunch of the characters from Brawl that only came up in Brawl. They brought back. I mean, they even got like some of the DLC characters that showed up in the last Smash, uh, like Cloud uh, and Bayonetta and such. The only uh, people who aren't in the game are the people who are announced as DLC for this one, which is Joker from Persona Five and PD the Piranha Plant. Uh, they're pretty much letting anybody in now, and I love it. I'm, I'm very excited <laughs> about what they're doing with Smash. And they've got, like, a long story l- mode where you can unlock the character. Like, this is one that you actually have to go and unlock the characters for, which is a lot of fun. Uh, we were just playing, like, uh, uh, Heather brought it over the other day, and we were playing on our Switch. And we were just, like, playing against each other. You know, like, three lives uh, on... And all the maps are back, too. So we're playing on Saffron City from the original hmm. Super Smash 64. And um, and all of a sudden, like, after that one's done, it's like, like the the silhouette of somebody is like, new challenger coming, the woo, woo, woo. And I, like, I immediately, like, went back to that place, like, oh, we got to win, so we got to unlock them. Oh, my God. Like, it was, it was <laughs> I was immediately back, back in that place, man. It felt so good playing. Um, so is, isn't there a character who's, like, been iconically, like, left out of, out of uh, Super Smash Bros. that is a Nintendo character that finally got in? Um, Like, oh, is it Mega Man? Mega Man, uh, that one's in a weird legality, but yes, he is in now. Uh, he was in the last Smash and in this one now. Um, or am I thinking about someone else? The, people were joking, like, Waluigi isn't a character. And, like, 
we got Mario, we got Luigi, we got Wario, we don't have Waluigi, we have Daisy, we have Peach, <laughs> we have Bowser, we have Bowser Jr., we have Petey the they Piranha Plant. Enemy in there. Uh, who else? We got Lucina, we got, like, we got a lot, we got Yoshi, we got a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of Mario characters, and, like, Waluigi's not. And it's like, okay... And, and I mean, we can even include the Koopa Kids, technically, because Bowser Jr.'s alt skins are the Koopa Kids. Uh, so it's like, we have all these characters, and, and a lot of people were making a big stink about that for a while. But there was a... They should have Sonic's enemies in there. I mean, Sonic's in there. No, they should have his uh, little arch nemesis in there. Oh, Dr. Eggman? Yeah, like... Yeah. Uh, I'm... One of them that I was a little personally surprised, but again, it's kind of a weird legality type thing, but uh, Banjo and Kazooie weren't in it. Uh, that's one that I oh. thought would have been really cool, but because technically that's not Nintendo, that's Rare, and Rare is owned, I think, by Microsoft now. Um, so they're not really like a... But, you know, it's hmm. it's still a lot of fun. Um, it took a little while to get used to it, the handling, but uh, it, it again... It's it's been a ton of fun. Uh, I it's 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 I'm back to juggling people with PK Thunder as Ness, and it's everything that it used to be, and it's everything that I enjoy. So, you know, that's, do they have both Samuses? They have Samus. They have uh, Zero Suit Samus because they they um I don't I don't know how Are they separate now. They're though, separate now. Yeah, like... they're uh, oh. Samus Zero Suit Samus, and I think Dark Samus. I don't remember which game she's from, but. Uh, she's uh, in there. They split up Zelda and Sheik. Um, she's probably from Metroid. Well, one of them, yeah. Uh, <laughs> statistically, they brought uh, Ridley, the villain from Metroid, a uh, big space pirate dragon, dragon thing. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's see. Ganon's back. You know, big old Ganon. Um, mm-hmm. They got the 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 one of the skins for Link now is the Breath of the Wild. Link, which is one of the newer games, yes. Uh, which they did not choose Zelda's Breath of the Wild skin, which I that that was a questionable decision. But uh, do they have any more characters from Ice Climbers? Uh, they, I mean, they brought them back, which was one thing, uh, because they've been kind of missing for a little while too. But just really, I thought they were. Wait, wait, how many are there between Brawl and Ultimate? <laughs> there is one more. Yeah, there there was Smash Brawl. Oh. There was Smash Four. I don't really remember if that one had a special name, but that's what I've been calling it. It's just the fourth Smash. It came out for the Wii U and the 3DS. And um, so that one, they added Mega Man in that one. They added Duck Hunt Dog, uh, which is the dog uh, from Duck that's Hunt. That's the one I'm missing, though. And that was the one I was That's a lot of fun. Uh, you could sync up the Wii U with the 3DS and use it like a controller. Um, but I had it for the 3DS. I mean, I have it for the 3DS, rather. Um, they brought back, like, a lot of the Pokemon characters, and they added... I mean, they got Pokemon Trainer again, so you can play as, like, you know, Squirtle. And then they have some specific ones. What's that? And then they have some specific Pokemon, like Pikachu Pikachu, Pichu, Lucario, Mewtwo. Mewtwo. Um, Greninja from X and Y. They got... The cat, the cat one from Sun and Moon. Um, I don't know if I run into the cat yet. The, the it's one of the starters, uh, Litten. It's it's oh, a third yeah. evolution, which I love. This starter one, I think I love all the starters from Sun and Moon, even though I haven't played it. 
Um, we picked out the seal. Yeah, Paplio. Um, yeah, but I kind of I like the owl. I want the owl. Oh yeah, I the owl I like a lot, but I can't as much as I like all, all the the seal and the owl. I cannot deny the little black cat that they give you in the beginning <laughs> that turns into a wrestler as it as it's uh, or like it gets into a big strong kitty. And I gotta say, like with a with my cat being named Macho Cat Randy Savage, I I can't deny that. Like I, this is this is a rare case when my starter was picked for, before the came the game came out, uh, because of factors in my life. Um, but they did a lot of wrestling characters in the game actually, because there's like a bird you can get that's like a wrestling bird. It doesn't evolve. I forget the name of it. Halucha. Yeah, that one was in um. That no, one was not. in a previous one too, but yeah, it is a wrestling bird. It's like fighting and flying, which was oh, a cool matchup. That was new to the generation. Nah, that one. Uh, I don't remember which one it started in. I think it may have been X and Y. Um, yeah, and that's the one I'm skipping. So <laughs> yeah, because I remember thinking like, oh man, that's a really cool one. Yeah, that's right because that was the one that I briefly participated with a school Pokemon league. And I picked a flying gym, and they're like, "You got to pick Halucha." I'm like, ah, "I don't know. I like, I like it, but I just don't love the design." Admittedly, um, yeah. But now we'll say there's like a little badger thing. It's yeah. like the uh, this generation's Rattata. Mm-hmm. Not a big fan of it. It like the face of it bothers me. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just the, fa- the like mouth is too much. Huh. I I. I really haven't seen a whole lot about this generation, so even I'm at a loss. Um, not that I've been avoiding it, I just haven't picked it up yet, you know? Now, what's cool, though, is I, you can run into a Mime Jr. pretty early, which, like, Mime's been around since the originals, but, like, I feel like you don't ever get the chance to play with a Mr. Mime. Yeah, because, like, you either got to so get it in the beginning cool. or through a trade, or not beginning, but through, like, a trade or through the um, the gambling hall if it's a game that even still has one, you know? Yeah, so that's pretty cool that you can get a Mime Jr. pretty early and play through with a Mr. Mime. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when I was doing it, I ended up with a lot that are the same type that were in my six, so I had to start thinking about, like, which ones I wanted to take out. Mm-hmm. And I took out Mime Jr. because I also had, like, this uh, Psychic Squid thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, if you're running into Psychics. I'm still playing through, like, a while back they brought back, like, Red and Blue for the, like, the... 2DS or whatever. You can download it off their store or whatever and play it. So Mm -hmm. I'm still playing Red, and... You ain't tired of Red yet? I mean, I I just play it for, like, 15 minutes at a time, two weeks at a time. Like, I pull it out... Is this, like, the original graphics, or are they kind of redoing this? It's the original graphics it's the original okay. everything i was um, wondering how they'd put that one in like 3d that would be a lot of work and that'd oh, be also be their no, second yeah. rehash of it it would but no this one um it's it's been fun uh it's it's kind of like it's rough going back because it's like you don't got the running <laughs> shoes you can't map, yeah, map the things. bike to start or whatever or oh, that was one of the, yeah that was one of the other things i was gonna bring up i was like they baby you in this generation. Every time you like get done in the fight, they're like, "Oh, let me heal your Pokemon." I'm like, "Nah, they didn't do that crap in yeah. Gen One." Brock was like, All "They right, do you that beat me. halfway get out up." Of here. 
There's Time one spot rock, halfway kids. up um, Lavender Tower. Yeah. The, the, where the only like, you can step in a healing circle and you're good. And doesn't matter because 20 seconds later, there's, an, <laughs> there's another... Uh, it's not a gas... I don't think you fight any ghastly. Maybe a few, but uh, you're going to get picked up by another Pokemon, another like channeler, uh, channeler style Haunter uh, or something, probably. Well, either way, the 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 trainers or yeah, channelers, channelers. And they're they're gonna kick your ass anyway. So it's yeah. I mean, I'll admit it saves you some time because what are you gonna do right after you finish the the battle anyway? Like the big battles, which they're not gems in this one; they're like island challenges or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, yeah, you're probably gonna just go, go to the, the Poke Center right afterwards either, but, like, I don't know, I just like it, I just like imagining you beating Brock, and he's a sore loser, and he's like, alright, kick rocks, kid, here's your stupid badge. Beat it, yeah. Like, also, when you are fighting, like, the gym, um, you're fighting three Pokemon still, but you get a break between the Pokemon, so you can heal between Pokemon. Hmm. Right? Uh, I mean, I haven't played it, but that is weird. Yeah, so I'm like, that kind of babies you too, because then you can just... You can't leave the cave once you start, mm-hmm. but if you bring in potions, you can heal after every single Pokemon. Yeah. Well, and the first one's just, like, the Raticates. So like, I mean, I guess, the like... The first gym leader is just Raticates? Or, sorry, Rattatas and one Raticate. Yeah. I mean, alternatively, like, I, I still kind of harken back to, like... The game was made for children, but then also at the same True. time, it's like, but we would also so like a challenge, too. Yeah, I mean, yeah, so were the originals, Jesus. And Brock had a freaking Onyx, unless you picked Squirtle or on- or If you played Yellow version, you were screwed. <laughs> yeah, Yellow, you legitimately had to either grind a Caterpie until it was a Butterfree so you can start using, like, Confusion, or... Uh... Get you know what the real option is go and get a mankey. Get a mankey and use low kick. <laughs> yeah, like that's legitimately it. Like I am struggling to think of another option that Unless doesn't you, like, require grind grinding. Up a bunch of and pidgeys, yeah. Because everything you find on that way, like I think the I best thing you can find. I don't think there's any grass types or water types. There's absolutely not. Yeah, it's either so the only type that's effective that you can find is fighting, and low kick works particularly well because Onyx is heavy. Yeah, like needs going to die. I don't even. Yeah, that did factor in back then, but I'm sitting there thinking like, I mean, even the Nidorans, they're poison and poison. ground, but they're don't more poison. I don't moves. think they're ground type until need a king, need a queen, and you're oh, not gonna find a that. moonstone until then. In my red playthrough that I've been doing, um, I actually evolved Nido Nidoran Nidorino. Uh, as soon as I found the first Moonstone, you know how, like, some people, like, wait or whatever? I literally, uh-huh. like, level, like, 16 had a Nida King, and, like, <laughs> yeah. that's actually not a bad idea, because think about it, like... Do you miss out on any moves? I don't even care. Like, because <laughs> here's the thing. Killing. I was when, when a Pokemon levels up, it gets, like, stat boosts, and then, like, those stat boosts, like, stack over time. If you evolve it quicker, it, you now have, a like, a third evolution Pokemon just... And I'm, I just taught a Mega Punch. I'm just going to town I remember with them. In Gen 3, when I, when we would like probably look up stuff more and kind of metagame more, 
I would yeah. look for specific moves and be like, okay, this is the last move I really care about. So once it learns this move, I'll, I'll evolve, evolve it, if you have the choice with that one. Yeah, know? like having a Mudkip level 42, like... Yeah. I mean, okay, so this ended up being about a Pokemon episode, but um, I will say one of my favorite things that we did when we were younger is there was one time where we played through the game to where we could get any Pokemon we want. Mm-hmm. I think this was in Gen 4. But Platinum? Yeah, we played through the game where you can get any Pokemon we wanted, mm-hmm. and we basically got the ones that we really, really wanted, and we bred them and got baby Pokemon, and what we did was we traded them all to one account, started one over, and then traded them all to that account, and then started the other one over, Yep. and so we could start with like our desired Pokemons, but start with them at level you know, one, one. or five or whatever, you know, and I think that was really cool. That was a lot of fun. There was because you could play with your dream team, you know. Which yeah, doesn't happen. I had a freaking Lucario. That was awesome. There was one. I I played Ruby on an emulator, and yeah, that was before. I mean, emulators are probably around, but I mean, yeah, they're still around. But like, I, no, I mean, back when we did that, I have no idea. I mean, they might have, but they also might not have. I have no idea. But what I did was I set it up because I wanted to build them from the very beginning. Like, I wanted mm-hmm. to start with the build them. And I couldn't figure out how to, like, make it one of the starter Pokemon as an option. So I set it to where every wild Pokemon would be a build them. <laughs> and then I would catch it. Well, here's the thing. You don't ever catch a build them in the game. So it has, like, a 1%, even sub-1% catch rate. And all you got are Pokeballs, bud. So I I couldn't catch it, so I um I eventually like I was sitting there like dang it, and I looked up how to give myself master balls because I had to catch this thing with a master ball. You should have given yourself like uh, something with sleep powder, and then given yourself the belt. Like I was I was it wound up being a lot more work, and then I don't even think I played through it that much because Beldum's first move until like level fifteen or so is double edge. Which hurts you at the same time, so, so it's hard to train too. Yeah, it was real tough to train, and I was sitting here thinking, like, man, I do like this Pokemon, but I'm running into some major like stuff that set me back here in the beginning, when I could have just got a Torchic and just eventually <laughs> leveled up and double kicked everything. Like, now I will say one of the other fun things that we did when we were younger is we would we would we would always like challenge each other to race to the game, and that usually ended up in like. We usually didn't, like, go all the way through. We would play pretty far through. Mm-hmm. But there were some times where we would challenge each other and be like, all right, you can only have, like, one type or two types. Yeah. Like that, gym leader style. That one that was, time that was we did that too. with... You had to really think about it. We did, like, the... It, wa- it wasn't intentional, but we wound up doing a one-type challenge on third gen where... Yeah. You did all ground third, I did and ground. I did all water. And it, we wound up being a Team Magma t- versus Team Aqua... <laughs> run and we both had mudkip i think um because it was ground in water <laughs> yeah you um, had a much easier time with like i had a pretty easy time in the beginning but once we hit watson that's when i slowed down <laughs> because yeah. like yeah i was gonna say yes, cause it was kind of hard had, to find the ground types like until i had I marsh stomp or whatever but or not the third one but i had the second one yeah but didn't we? I guess we both had Mudkip. 
I got an entire other team of water types that I'm still trying to work with, and I was just getting my shit tromped. I don't know. Ground type ended up working out pretty well for me because there's a lot of good dual types. Like there was a you can get trapper inch and then yeah. take that up to a flygon. I I think it was still ground type as a flygon. I have no idea. I don't know if it was dragon ground or dragon flying. Yeah. Hmm. Not sure. Anyway, Are you telling me you cheated? No, no, I didn't evolve it up all the way. Uh, it <laughs> might be ground. I don't know. Now I was gonna do a. Uh, a final thing where we talk about what Pokemon needs to fix. And a big glaring issue is you need to make multiple save accounts. Oh my god. <laughs> like yeah. every game in the world has multiple save accounts. Why can't you do that, Pokemon? <laughs> it it hurts, man. And then I think it would be cool if they had a couple different modes. Like if they did have a sandbox mode that kind of worked like an emulator where you could have any Pokemon spawn at low levels and go through the game like that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it'd be a sandbox mode, so, you know, it's not the real thing. And then it'd be also kind of cool if they had, like, a hardcore mode, kind of like Fallout, where, like, mm-hmm. once your Pokemon dies, it really does die. You can't just revive it at the Poke Center. Or, like, whatever kind of damage does it in and stuff like that. And you have to feed it and give it what? No. <laughs> but, you know... Stuff like that. That'd be kind of cool, too. If they had, like, a couple different modes and then mm-hmm. multiple saves. <laughs> so, I don't know. Anything else that you think uh, glaringly would be cool or, you know, that Pokemon needs to do? Um, Not necessarily, like, a hard mode, but just, like, a... Just, you know, I, not like a hard mode like you're saying, but just, like, a harder mode for those of us who grew up with the franchise and with like a little challenge in a less talkative mode oh my god yeah no cutscenes, please <laughs> some of them are really long there's one where like the battery started dying on the 2ds mm-hmm. and i just got into a cutscene. i was like okay i need to save right after this i don't know how long the the little like because it uh you know i let it go red and then it started flashing so i'm like okay this thing must be a like literally about to die and then the cutscene just kept going i was like oh my god it's gonna die during the cutscene. <laughs> Can we please stop talking? <laughs> but, uh, um, which, by the way, I think I found a temporary solution to the issue we were having. Yeah. Um. So we can, whoever edits this, can feel free to cut this out or not. But we were having the issue. I'll explain it just in case we don't. We're having the issue where my computer kept like freezing up. Mm-hmm. Which it kind of does that when you let it go to sleep. It like doesn't update as much, showing that you're recording audio. But this one was like freezing up for some reason when I was doing that. Either way, uh, so if I just like continually move the mouse, it seems like it's doing fine because it doesn't go to that <laughs> little sleep mode. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's one way to do it, I guess. But I need to look into it further for the next one. So we can keep going as far as you want to. I think it's good. <laughs> yeah. Until um, I get arthritis in my finger, that is. I think we can do like the little <laughs> final bits. Just let everybody know we, that yeah, we're we back. We're minutes. recording. We're our two weeks are up. All right, so guys, the boss told me to let y'all know we're back. We're recording, and our two weeks are up. Yeah, there we go. Now uh, to end off, uh, I do have some book suggestions. Uh, we like to do that every once in a while. Hmm. Partially because you can always go through our link to go to Audible 
and it would cost you the same if you went there yourself but we get a kickback so you're supporting us for free if you want an audible but a book you could check out is i read the the godfather a while ago and i actually really enjoyed the book i'd never really i'd never really seen the movie i've seen bits and pieces but i never watched the movie mm-hmm. um so i read the book one day thinking it might be pretty good and i really enjoyed the book and then after i read the book i watched the movie and i think the book obviously was a lot better and i also thought about the the movie i was like it'd be kind of hard to understand if i didn't read the book because like some of the characters look pretty similar in that movie it's like an older movie so they didn't really mm-hmm. i don't know i don't think they did the best job with identifying all the characters like clearly and then also there were a lot of people in that movie mumble yeah <laughs> but um so yeah i think uh reading the book was really good and then recently i was started reading uh it's called they call it a sequel but it's really like in the middle of the godfather book uh but it's called the sicilian and that one's been really good so like i think i really like that author so that's one y'all should check out uh on your own whether you go through audible or not that would be my book suggestion for today um as far as books go there there's one i've been kind of tucking into a lot recently and that's the Dungeon Master's Guide for 5th Edition <laughs> D&D. Um, Maybe been, that's available on Audible. I, I doubt it. Oh, my God. <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> there, there's plenty of Wizards of the Coast stuff out there. There's I have there's reason to believe that there might be a, um, a novel that's based in the Wizards of the Coast franchise and um, will allow you to, you know, catch up more there. Uh, much as how we're catching up here, perhaps. But I guess until yeah. next time. Uh, yeah, this is good. We saved our topic for our, uh, that we we're going to use this time for next time. Yeah. And then also we'll be trying to think of a new kind of tournament to do this this season. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, for those of you who don't know, because I never posted it. Uh, I figured I'd post it when we started this season. But uh, Frosted Blueberry won. Yeah, Frosted Boom. Blueberry won. Wow, it's a darn good no... pop Yeah, I I was surprised. I honestly, you know, going into it, I didn't want to say that I had a favorite. Um, I, I kept it, you know, out of the decisions. But mm-hmm. I did think Brown Sugar Seven was gonna win. I I one hundred percent thought, and he deserved it. He fought hard. Yeah, like I I legitimately thought that um. Brown Sugar Cinnamon was going to win. I am pleasantly surprised. Yeah. I haven't eaten many Pop-Tarts since then, but... <laughs> yeah, same. Uh, but, yeah, uh, if I had to go for a Pop-Tart, you know... It uh, would 100% be Blueberry. I was actually disappointed when we that, finished That's the one up. we're out of. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, it went all the way. We have all these other crappy ones, or I still do. I still have those uh, peanut butter ones. Well, Unfrosted wasn't too bad. Frosted wasn't that good. Yeah. They missed the mark there. Anyway, kind of did, yeah. So we'll be trying to think of another tournament to do something uh, that doesn't leave us with a library of Pop-Tarts. That would or, be cool, yeah. You know, something along that lines. Mm-hmm. If you have any suggestions, you can feel free to let us know on the Please. Facebook. You know what it is. Just type in Catch Up With Crab Legs on Facebook, Twitter, uh, and then you can always find our podcast and subscribe to those on wherever you listen to your podcast at. Just type in Catch Up With Crab Legs. And if you want a shirt, let us know. Yeah. We'll see about maybe doing that. Absolutely. 
But all uh, right, so uh, I guess this is us signing off. Yeah, uh, this is so, Cole. This is Co- that's Cody. <laughs> <laughs> this is Cody. That's Cole. And uh, thank you for catching up with Crab Legs. See ya. See you.